0: Hey guys, this is Rob and welcome to question number 7, my conversation with Tyler Burkham. Believe it or not, I'm actually driving right now, 35W North, sitting in the Volvo. I've been sitting on this interview uh, for the past few days thinking about it. Um, We did it a while back, had a conversation at Indeed Brewery in Northeast Minneapolis. And I've been sitting on it the past few days trying to figure out how to introduce to you, Tyler, for those of you that don't know him or the conversation we had. And as I'm driving here, I realize I, there's no way I can introduce Tyler or, or this conversation. The conversation happens. Uh, maybe I'll just explain how these conversations work. I've found that my conversations and interviews happen one or two ways. One, is I go into it with an expectation of a question. I know specifically what I want to talk about and I find the person. Uh, for example, question number one with Donnell, I knew after hearing part of her story that I wanted to sit down and get to the bottom of it and hear it in full. Uh, other conversations like this one is running into someone and finding them so interesting and their thought process so interesting that. I know that if I could just get them one-on-one over drinks, sitting down with them, I have no idea where the conversation will go, but it would go someplace awesome, and this was one of those. I played with Tyler in Minneapolis a few months back, and we were sound checking, had a bunch of downtime afterwards, and we were just having conversation, a bunch of us. And Tyler was saying these things like, have you ever been in a conversation with a group of friends and one of your friends says something that is so profound, you look around like, am I the only person that caught that? And everybody else is just continuing with their conversation like normal. But you realize, man, wait wait a second. If we would just stop for a second and break down what you just said, that would be a life game changer. Uh, I call them wisdom bombs, dropping wisdom bombs all over the place. Tyler's one of those people. Uh, he's an internationally touring and recording session guitarist. If you're interested in who Tyler's played for, just Google search Tyler Burkham and that'll show you like all the stuff Tyler's done. But this isn't about that. This guy's awesome. And I knew I had to get him. I mean, just listen to where this conversation went. Are you
1: kidding me? If you're curious um, and you travel a lot, the doors just fly open for opportunities, if you're curious. And, and if you're curious and you, um, you know, you can really accept people's love languages for you, people always think, man, how did that happen? How did you do that? And you're like, I just said yes. Somebody said, you know, do you want to, I'll take you swimming off this cliff, you know, and you're like, okay. And then that leads to having tacos that, you know, in the middle of town at midnight, and then you meet somebody there and they're like, you gotta come and see this. And then you got these incredible stories just because you were along for the ride. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living?
2: Lots of things.
1: Where's your office?
2: Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for
0: consecutive questions asked?
2: 38.
1: With hot shot, you, you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? You do. What do you do? It's, the it's the All
0: right, this is my exit. Before I jump into this interview, I've been keeping my recording equipment with me just in case a conversation pops up and I know we need to record it, and I'm not kidding. This stuff I had my stuff behind my driver's seat, and so I pulled it out right now. Moment of inspiration. Anyways, massive thank you to any of you guys who have subscribed, written in, uh, commented, rated. I appreciate it so much. This has been an awesome journey over the past month doing this. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, if you have a story of how one of these conversations impacted you, if you head over to thecuriouspod.com/contact, there's a form you can fill out and that emails directly to me. I would love to hear from you and any uh, any insight you have found or anything, uh, any comments you have on any of these uh, episodes, conversation questions. Dang it! All right. So let's dive into it. My conversation with Tyler Burkham. He happens to be a guitar player, but that is not what this is about. Anything he's accomplished. Who this guy is, man, is a well of wisdom and knowledge. And I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I had talking with Tyler. Indie Brewery, Northeast Minneapolis. Day Tripper IPA. Come on! Sunny. I think I got a sunburn on my the right side. My... Ah, who cares? Who gives a crap? All right, here it is. Dude, that's the worst part about that, like, playing the same instrument as someone else, is you don't, you just don't get to do... Like, Phil oh, Hicks. Phil and guys. I never get to hang out. Uh, oh, yeah. Ian Fabrini, like, guys you know really well.
1: Yeah, like man, like, I guys. really, really respect Aaron. I think he knows it. I really respect Ian. I don't think they know how much I respect them. Yeah. Like, like like a, like a ton like mm-hmm. zach miller mm-hmm. um chris heppela he's a guy that plays with the cactus blossoms the drummer oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, i i can't even i can't even tell you how good he is he's a freak really? of nature and then and then on top of it all he can like he arrange horns he's a really good piano player yeah man uh he's one of the most funny people i've ever met People like that, like, I don't understand why he's not, like, playing with everybody because he can kind of play almost any style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, actually play it, not, like, technically play it. Like, he can actually, like, put himself into yeah. a role and really match um, an artist's, like, you know how every artist has yeah. a very specific idea of what rhythm is?
0: Yeah. He can do that chameleon thing, like, do what he their can, Yeah, is. he can absolutely fit
1: yeah. within... Um every band every artist has a different way they hear the beat and if you try to kind of do if you if you're not fitting with that it's just not appropriate you're not yeah. you're not even getting the like tone or anything yeah, or, yeah. Uh, or clothes or anything you're just <laughs> yeah, t- if you can't jive with uh, the unique rhythm which totally everybody has it's anyway he can he can do that and, that and it's and it's unbelievable man
0: that's a funny question you say like someone like that who is uh, I don't know. you't know I don't know why that guy's not playing with everyone. That is like the question, I don't know, of music and like artistship of like, man, why isn't this guy playing with?" Or the why is this guy playing with everybody? How is this guy getting so much work?" Or, well, know, or the introverted like, "Man, I thought I was doing something cool. It's just not panning out right now. Why am I not?
1: Well, I think that's why people that's why when we see people that are really amazing, we need to tell everybody. Because, you know, honestly, like... The, Man, that's cool. I like that. I think the biggest way... I don't know. Some musicians are really good at selling themselves. mm mm-hmm. I could be... I'm the farthest thing from that. I I have a very... I'm very happy playing music, but I have a very low self-esteem, very low confidence. When it comes <laughs> to playing music... That's so I funny. mean, it, it, uh... It's so I mean I say it's Almost so funny
0: because it's like it's
1: stage you wouldn't fright, expect actually, it yeah stage fright actually oh man but I like playing music so much yeah I, it's worth it yeah exactly like I would never get on stage for anything out <laughs> anything else other than music <laughs> yeah um, we need you to give a speech isn't that a weird yeah. I, isn't that a weird thing though no I, mean, I don't I, I mean I get it I mean actually it's really common with yeah, musicians oh yeah totally to but I mean when you tell somebody <laughs> that dude, you have like
0: stage fright. I just don't like I'm
1: I just want to play music. man. And that's, and
0: that's the deal like all the best people are doing it for the right you're doing it for the right reasons and the love of music.
1: Yeah and I, I hope I don't overthink it and yeah. get to uh I don't know it depends on what you're doing. It's really fun to maybe be in a more healthy mindset and see it for what it is, and really enjoy it with the crowd. Yeah, uh, I'd be present uh-huh. and know that you know just because you're having fun doesn't mean you're arrogant. Yeah, but that's the whole Minnesota thing too. You feel like if totally. you're really, like, I can't enjoy
0: this or else I'm a
1: douche. If it's the appearance <laughs> yeah, yeah, of arrogance, totally. then it's the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like, which in a weird way mm-hmm. makes you look more arrogant because you're closed yeah. up. What's wrong with that guy? He's, he's just. Yeah, you think he's yeah, too he cool to be he's here? So cool, so yeah, he totally. Just, yeah, uh, it's like
0: the ultimate Catch Twenty Two. You just
1: need to have fun, be healthy, be in the moment, and then I don't know, but that's yeah. easier said than done.
0: Dude, you're you're talking up my alley, man. If there's, I mean, I don't know if anybody gets in their own head more than I do, and I'm sure everybody that gets in their own head thinks that way. But like, like ruminating, like overthinking stuff, overthinking things in the moment. I don't know. Like to the point, it's like distracting when I'm playing. I shouldn't be carrying like. Well, oh, make sure I'm not. I don't know, just overthinking all that you're crap. Like, I can totally like, relate to that.
1: You're playing guitar and you're like, you're on stage and you're like, oh man, my foundation is cracked. I need to get that work done when I go home. <laughs> yeah. Like, stupid stuff like that. No, I think uh. whether music or life, being present is, I don't know, is probably the greatest thing. And, because uh, if you're not even present, then you're not even living your life. You're like ahead of yourself or you're behind and you're caught up and then you're actually wasting time and I think whether it's in your life or on stage like it's a really hard thing to be really truly in the moment yeah. and I think some of the greatest performers and musicians and people are so right in the moment that that they have more they have more to like it has a bigger impact because here in the moment is really elusive <laughs> it's like you know some people dream of like being rich or being on vacation or you know I don't know, just material things or having a cabin or ha- living by the ocean and I'm just like dreaming of being in the moment because it's like the heart Because it's, it's the, the hardest. most elusive thing it's for, the yeah. hardest thing. I mean I'm not gonna be rich yeah, yeah I know that's pretty elusive too but I uh, I just dream about the day that I will can be fully there. Yeah, maybe like the moment I die, I'll be like, I'm really in the moment. Like
0: right before you die, you're I'm here. I did it. Yeah, okay, so do you have like <laughs> any moments that come to mind that you're like, that you can remember that are like, oh man, I was, I was in the moment there.
1: Um, yeah, there's moments that I look back into my life and and those are usually the most satisfying moments. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in the moment, it's, it seems like if you're like going through stuff in your life and let's say your life sucks, Uh, being in the moment might hurt. Uh, I get that, that if somebody's got a lot of crap going on in their life, it's easier to live in the future when you're uh, picturing that it's gone. But one thing that's kinda cool about being in the moment is that uh, you're not in the past, and the bad things that you think might happen haven't happened yet. So when you're like, well, I'm here in this moment right now, and there might yeah. be some moments that are coming up that are gonna suck. Yeah. But tonight I can go to sleep and know that, I mean, it seems like it's about, you know, it seems like, oh, don't man, worry. Oh man, that's so huge. Don't worry, seems yeah. like what people say. But what it should really be is, be in the moment. Because, you know, like, yeah. like, you're like, man, something bad might happen, but it's not gonna be tonight. Yeah. And nothing you do can change that, so just yeah. go to sleep and act like, Harder, you know, easier said than done. Act like the <laughs> future is right. never going to come and you're just here. Totally.
0: Because the future, man, Sarah and I joke yeah. about that. That's our deal when uh, we go on vac- vacation or trips or, or like a little mini, mini adventures together. I, I always say, like, we're doing something in September. Mm-hmm. And I always get existential on her. I'm like, you know, like, that trip has already come and gone. Like, in the big scheme of life and things, like, we're already there and it's already over. And we already have, like, a family... And already old. Like it exists, so there's no point in like thinking about it other than like wow, just being intense. right here. And that's, that's really, <laughs> intense. Yeah. really in your head. I
1: don't know, that's really in my head. But I had thoughts just like that this morning in the shower, so. Did you? Yeah, so, you, you know. Yeah.
0: Man, I don't, yeah. I don't know, I think about stuff a, all the time.
1: Like, I don't want to live forever. Yeah. That seems like too much, seems yeah. intense. But I want, but I don't want my, I don't want it to all fly by so quick. Yeah. And it seems, it appears that it's like, Turbo speed, just like
0: seriously, just
1: blowing past me. Yeah,
0: man, and you have well, you and you have you've like like you've done some stuff. Whether it's like people are talking about career stuff or f- like the real stuff that matters, like family stuff. Are you? Is there anything that stands out to you that you were like, man, that blew by so fast? I wish I was in the moment for that season more.
1: Well, that stands out. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's lots of you know musical interactions and friendship interactions that you always wish that you would be more present. And, you know, it's hard not to shame yourself about that stuff. Oh, dude. Uh, which serves no point yeah, in, man. In, unless you just are like, you know what, I don't want that to happen again yeah. and I want to be more Unless present. you're
0: like learning from it. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, you know, it's like it happens to everybody. Like, um, no, but it's like my oldest son turns 15 in December. <laughs> That's so
0: crazy. That is so crazy. I mean, I'm so
1: happy yeah. that they're growing up and they're yeah. having such great lives and they're, you know, they're their own people. Yeah. But like it it's really too fast. You know, like like uh, you know, like it feels like you're like complaining like, you know, don't leave your underwear here and you know, shut that door and take out the trash and then you're like then they're almost gone and you're like, I wish they were leaving underwear around and I wish that I like yeah. I'm gonna miss <laughs> I'm, <laughs> miss all I'm already thing. missing the things that kind of annoyed me. Yeah. And just hoping to be present. And uh, like convicted about being a good parent, than shaming myself. Yeah. I read. I just finished the uh, Bruce Springsteen book, Born to Run, and
2: oh, and I didn't mean to check that the out. Towards the
1: end of the book, he gets uh, to a spot like like him realizing. I don't know, like you know, he's got s- this huge audience. And he was like, it was really hard. You know, he and he needs this attention. Like he yeah. admits that he needs this attention to kind of feel love. Yeah. But then he realized, he's like, he said, uh, it's the, it's such a great line. He says, um, uh, your kids are not your audience, you're theirs. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you're their audience. And I'm just like, oh, oh man, like, oh, like to that, yes. s- to some degree, that is, to some degree, that is. I've done that in other ways. I've totally failed in it because I had my first kid. when I was 22.
0: Holy crap. I mean, yeah. I was
1: saying like, yeah, so I go really hard on myself and then I look back and I'm just like, well, you know, you were being a stupid idiot because you were 25, but it still like makes me like, yeah, you know, I was not present when I was 25. Yeah. I mean, like not in the you way, know, I don't know. Man,
0: that's something I've tried to struggle. I've had to deal with is like the, almost forgiving your past self or letting your past self off the hook of, like, I I was as present as I could be at that age. Like, with everything life threw my way and who I was at that point in time, I was thinking I was making the best decisions I could. Yeah, And, like, being cool with your past self, I feel like the older I'm getting is, like, harder and harder, but more and more important. Well,
1: if I met my past self, I'd be like, oh, this makes a lot of sense, because you don't know anything. (laughs) You're
0: an idiot, yeah. I would look at myself and be
1: like, oh, you sweet idiot. Oh, yeah, (laughs)
0: that's so funny. I'd be the same And I'd be like,
1: in 10 years, you're only going to know, like, just a little bit more. (laughs) But it was very weird to be playing those kinds of things that young and. I, you know, I, it was a weird thing because I had a lot of people that kind of overstepped their bounds and kind of told me things like, you know, like people would be like, oh, I saw you on your first tour and you know, you were so arrogant oh. and they, first of all, that's weird to even say. Yeah. And I just oh. said to him, I said, uh, I don't think I was, I, I was terrified. Oh. And sometimes the look of being terrified. <laughs> Looks you're, really like well, being arrogant. Yeah. I mean, you're almost like... You'd almost rather look arrogant than terrified. <laughs> Seriously. I mean... Man, but that's I mean, just what like you said a, earlier. It was like a coping mechanism. It's totally. uh, I was the, you know, 17 on a tour. Uh, I mean, yes. I was the target of... I was the target. I mean, I was the you lowest... You the total
0: noob. The yeah.
1: lowest guy in the totem pole. Yes. And that's fine because, like... Um, it could have been way worse... Uh, but it was it was informative to be on a tour and even though I was playing on stage with the yeah. band, yeah. I wasn't in the band. Yeah. I was I was a peon and yeah, and you know, the moment those people got done cheering and they left, they didn't know that I was like they yeah. didn't know that like It was you I was They're very not, like, aware yeah. that I was not a big deal. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, Every, this is obviously not a big
1: It was communicated to me very R- clearly was that it I, really that I, <laughs> hey,
0: by the way yeah. you're welcome to well, be on too. stage I was like a new I mean yeah. I wasn't
1: bringing anything to it I mean yeah. I'm just a kid playing guitar uh yeah uh yeah man that
0: is that's so interesting the feel the fact that I'm more interested in the fact that like during that time you say you felt like it was very obvious but by the way this is we're doing you a favor
1: <laughs> well it was a combination of things um it was kind of communicated like that, but also like I was a kid that didn't know much about how the industry works. Yeah. And certain things would have been offensive to me because I didn't understand. Yeah. That's a good point. You know, point. it's like, you know, like now, like That's if I point. enter into some kind of interaction, I'm very clear what I'm bringing into it or mm-hmm. what I'm not. Yeah. So if somebody wants to make some deal that is not a very good deal. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just say it's not a good deal if you brought a lot to it, but you're fully aware of. Oh man! Well, you know what? This is a great opportunity, and and it's very fair for what I'm bringing to the table. Yes. Um, I think when you're younger, you're like, I want 100% of everything. Yeah. Um, and then you realize yes. that if uh, I don't know, this sounds stupid, but I've always said this to myself: uh, you can have 100% of everything that you do, but chances are, if you do that, you're actually not actually working with anybody. Or yeah. making anything that has other people like they're not attached to it. Yeah. Like uh, you have to have other people attached to it so they can they can work hard and yeah and and get oh, that's so brilliant. And ma- you yeah. know what I mean? It's saying like you really need to have something that brings something to other people so that they want to actually yes. be a part of it and promote it. And that's yeah. not like cynical. I mean, it's like I mean it's synergy. I, I mean, but it's, you yeah, but yeah. you can't just do something for free. But if yeah. somebody was like, hey, you get ten percent of this, you'd be like, okay, I'm gonna pump this. Yep. So I think a lot of people get really. Um, maybe not greedy, but maybe uh, too principled. They're like, I'm not giving up any yeah. control. I'm like, well, you're not Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen or Neil Young can be like, I'm owning hundred yeah. percent. Because they can buy back their recordings yeah. and things like that. And they're, they're, they're <laughs> huge yeah. legends. Yeah. My motto though is 100% of zero is zero oh but dude. i'm just saying like if you want 100 percent of something and it doesn't it doesn't you can have that that's so good but if it if it makes zero money yeah you had all 100 percent ownership yes and you have it's 100 percent of zero yes <laughs> so, that is so good. i mean like which is kind of fits into your life because like if you have to go to loan like that and you're not willing yeah. to like make you know i don't know with how you invest in other people like yeah you really end up with just zero. Yeah, it's that's it. Oh, that's so. I good. mean, <laughs> it's really hard. I don't know. It's it's easy to try to to lose the uh, bigger picture.
0: Yeah, yeah. Train! I love that there's a train here that goes through here. Like this is my favorite part of places in Minneapolis in Northeast the trains I love, love this is trains. this
1: is really cool because this train goes right into the uh, well let me see here it comes from the train yard up there yeah and that train yard uh, to the north is the train yard that I heard from my bedroom window growing up and I loved I loved it so every time I'm in Northeast and I see the trains like I don't know it remember, it reminds me like I'd always leave the window open and the fall, so I could hear the trains. because yes. it was just, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that too. I I went to this, uh, I played at this art, like this art slash music festival in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah. There was this artist, and she had all these really cool pictures of the outlines of states. Yeah. Um, with all these drawings of the things that like are in the state, and it was this. It's actually really cool. Yeah. And I got there, and there was no Minnesota. Oh. And I was like, oh, man, I wish there was a Minnesota. And she was, she said, oh, I have way more Minnesotas back at my shop. And like, I'll go, I'll like, you know, it's like six blocks away. And she was like, I'll go get, I'll get them for you. And I was like, why do you have a bunch of Minnesotas? She's like, well, I have a bunch of Minnesotas and a bunch of Texas. She said, because both of you are so proud of where you're from. Really, and the state has such a signature shape yeah. that you know. Then they're like, you know exactly. She's just like, Minnesotans <laughs> just love their state. Yes, and I was like, yeah. I, almost everybody I know in Minnesota has like has, has, some has, sort has, of has like a Minnesota uh, tattoo or like a the motto or an outline of, or an outli- an outline yeah, of state, like Lake Superior. Or yeah, oh yeah, totally. And, I mean, I got this tattoo. It's a crappy tattoo, and I got it at a taco party. Did you a taco party? Yeah, one of the there was a guy there who was like, I'm a tattoo artist. And he, had, and he was like, he had a bunch of stuff. Yeah. He was like, he's like, do you want a tattoo? Oh, I mean, so like somebody badass. that we knew yeah, yeah. and it was like, we were laughing, we are like, so like like eight or nine of us got the same tattoo.
0: Oh dude. Together. I, I would love so that. Sometimes so sometimes I'll be cool. at a bar and all yeah. of us
1: like lift our arm up to drink beer and then, and then like it's funny because we all have the same tattoo.
0: Uh, people, but we're not embarrassed. because. No, like, it's so cool. Who cares? Who's the, who are the guys, do some of the guys have boot tattoos?
1: Oh, is that oh, like a Levi has one? Levi possibly? and Phil, Phil and Steve Bosmans. They all have these uh like bic like <laughs> or no like tattoo ink but they're like poked in with needles and they're really? just like they're kind of they they're didn't know awesome that. and totally oh, horrible. It's like total prison tattoos. And then uh, for Steve's that. wedding they all got uh Tumbleweed tattoos. Yes, it just looks like somebody punched them. It, I mean, it's like it just looks like a. T- it's a
0: little bit like a tumbleweed and a lot like a, a bruise.
1: Like yeah, sucker punch. It's really funny, and they got That's you know so the, the more people drank, yeah. the worse the tattoos got. So I love the that guy crap, that got man. the last one is just like I <laughs> just mean, it's one. it's I, I'm I'm I think it's dumb, and then I yeah. totally admire it, and I wish I yeah, had the man. courage to do it.
0: Dude, I have I have a rule. About if I'm on the road with, some, here's my rule, if I'm on the road with friends and they were going to pay for it, any if they were going to dare me to get any tattoo on my butt, I would put anything on my butt.
1: No one's taking up, me up on it. I have no butt tattoos, but I would. I know what you're going to get. It's going to be a Taz with like the whirlybird hat playing basketball. <laughs> that would be so Wait, maybe awesome. I should do that. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know what? I mean, I think we all think maybe we'll be in prison one day and like that's <laughs> hey, the last so thing you want to have. <laughs> Dude, I, my grandpa. The, everybody, the
0: random people that have, have second thoughts about tattoos will come up to me and be like, "Well, when you're old," I'm like, "Listen, my grandpa, who's in his eighties now, has the same tattoo thing. He was in the navy, bunch of guys got him in Mexico, and they were all drinking. So his is the worst of like a, uh, a panther I'm on his sure arm." Sure,
1: bled. It so bled bad. a ton and then he
0: went swimming in the ocean right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's totally this like gnarly green thing that Probably you can barely tell awesome what it is. And I'm like, that's the coolest freaking story. So I'm gonna get tattoos while
1: I'm in Japan. Well, if, or, I, if I live to be 80, Yeah. I'm gonna have like man boobs, so who even cares? I mean I got I got these swallows. Man, that's sweet. In um a hotel in Japan.
0: A hotel?
1: Yeah, in our hotel oh, room. Oh, that's so badass. And then I got this horrible banner underneath it. Oh, it's sweet. I love it. My banner's pretty. It's you know what? It's crap. But you know what? It's all. <laughs> I think it's sweet. It's all for. In like, a hotel room, you got some guy just to come in, or? Well, I was I was playing guitar for one of the Backstreet Boys on a tour. Yes. In Japan, the the artist AJ, he he had um, he had a tattoo artist from Tokyo come down to uh. uh Osaka. <gasps> Come on. uh, Come on. So, like, I get a call at 2 in the morning. Yes.
0: We're flying to Taiwan,
1: and we have to be in the lobby at 6. And um, it's like 2 or 3 in the morning. And um, AJ is like, plays a trick on me. He's like, get up here to the hotel room now and he sounds like totally mad and I'm like why did I answer the phone why and I'm like oh man like I'm like did I do something yeah like, but you know it's like the worst thing. hey the we artist need to talk. like the, the, w- I mean like uh, the worst thing you could do is like make the artist mad yeah and so I'm like well I gotta go up there and yeah. I get closer to the room you know you're not supposed to smoke in this hotel yeah. and I smell smoke it's you know, like AJ's of just smoking and I hear uh I hear zzz, zzz, zzz. I'm like what is going on and I open the door and AJ's sitting there, and he's, like, finishing up his tattoo, and he was, like, hey, man, it's been a really great tour. Oh, um, what a douche. He's, like, no, no, he goes. <laughs> he's, like, pulling that joke on you, though. Well, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, freaking totally. you out. I go, oh, I was uh, so worried. He goes, he was, like, I was trying to scare you. He's, like, but he's, like, my friend here is tattooing, and he's, he's, um, he's, you know, going to take the train out in the morning, and if you want, you can, I'm going to. Get you a tattoo if you know what you want. No. And I was like, I'd always wanted like swallows, like oh, my, for like um, years. On um, It's like I don't. It's hard to book a tattoo. Yeah, man. Like I'm like, and I'm, you're not just gonna walk into some random place. Well. But this guy was like, he's amazing, like, yeah. and he's in California, but he's from Japan, and and uh, yeah, so I watched the sun come up in Osaka, like on the 30th floor of a hotel. Oh. Having a Jack Daniels, getting a tattoo. That then is tape, so badass. Taped up my chest, and then I went into my room, brushed my teeth, Got packed ba- my bag, and flew to Taiwan. Oh, my. It was like, it was really.
0: Did you feel at that point, did you feel like
1: a rock star? No.
0: Not even then? You're getting tattooed in Japan, Osaka? No,
1: I just thought it was an awesome travel experience. Okay. No, no, actually. Even I then you were like, I've, I've made it. My, no, it. No, no, <laughs> no. I've made it. Just for today um no I, I my favorite thing about playing music is I think that the real like the real amazing part of it is just travel, yeah because man. travel i I mean if you're interested in things, yeah, travel like I could have never afforded to go all these places. I get to see the entire country like every year, um yeah. and like like it gives me uh a knowledge and it gives me an education mm-hmm. that I could never afford to get
0: oh my gosh uh, I mean yeah. I didn't go
1: to college and I, I dropped out of high school and it's like but I appreciate like I really appreciate other like you know whatever you eat wherever yeah. you live I want to eat it yeah man I don't care what it is I want to be a part of I want to I want to enjoy and be like see somebody's culture the temporary I mean, local the funny thing is, is yeah. there's different cultures just in our in our country like yeah. I want to know what people in you know Maine what the thing is I want to yeah I want to enjoy all those differences yeah um, man. and I feel like there's sometimes me um, mu- you know I mean anybody can be closed-minded no matter what they see but I think a lot of people have a certain idea of musicians mm. um, and in a weird way but I also feel like uh, musicians are afforded uh, information about other places uh, that a lot of people don't get to have. I don't know. I, I'm just thinking, like, I think like when some people. I like we you going with
0: this. I like this. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I just think there's some people that you think that's so stupid. Why don't you get that? And then you're like, well, they don't travel. They don't get to travel. All like this is, this is such an incredible opportunity that we've been given to travel, that basically changes who you are. And and really changes the way you think about yourself and the way you think about other people. Yeah. So you seem like you're more maybe liberal or open-minded in a weird way, but it's just that you've had more experience with with being an outsider and being yes. being somewhere else and, outside uh, of your comfort
0: zone. Yeah. Realizing
1: and not everybody maybe thinks like me. And you also have the opportunity to go to another country and be welcomed. Yeah. And, and know what it like what it's like to be the outsider and be and feel love and be. Be kind yes. of welcomed in when you're an outsider and you know that if you weren't playing a show there, they'd be like They wouldn't be you know, I, I that know is you're, so funny. you're getting yeah. an interesting experience yeah. that Whereas is, someone
0: even if they paid for a trip, they wouldn't get the same experience They'd be like, oh everybody is super rude over in well,
1: where I mean think about how many times you do a show somewhere and you know Somebody at the show is like you could be in Taiwan. You could be in Japan. You could be in South America You could be in Brazil. Somebody could be like man, you know this food is the best, but if you really want it, you can, you know, my mom makes the best. And you have like two days off and you're like, well, let's get together tomorrow. And you're at somebody's house and like, uh, and these opportunities yes. that like, if you're, cur- if you're curious um, and you travel a lot, the doors just fly open for opportunities, if you're curious. And, and if you're curious and you, um, you know, you can really accept people's love languages for you, People always think, man, how did that happen? How did you do that? And you're like, I just said yes. Somebody said, you know, do you wanna, I'll take you swimming off this cliff, you know? And you're like, okay. And then that leads to having tacos at, you know, in the middle of town at midnight. And then you meet somebody there and they're like, you gotta come and see this. And then you've got these incredible stories just because you were along for the ride. Yeah. You know?
0: So good. Man, I could not agree with that more. It's like this, I don't know, this thought of, man, you did this uh, this one thing. How did you get to this point? Well, you say yes to this little thing, and this takes you here, and you say yes to this. And well, it's kind of like is, how life works.
1: Well, it's exactly how life works, is that it's not some big orchestrated plan. It's just like what? tiny little, tiny little steps. I mean, like tiny little steps to good or bad. It's just tiny little steps.
0: So we, we played with Dan and you said something that hit home with me because I deal with a lot of insecurities as I'm sure a lot of creative people do and that is you talked about uh, being cool with the fact that you're not always going to be the right guy for the gig for oh. every gig yeah and like that whole do you remember that, that concept I don't know if that's like a, a thing of yours but that thought of um, like you could be amazing and play with someone.
1: I, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like uh, uh, you don't bang in a nail with a knife. That doesn't mean the knife sucks, right? It's just like it's not the tool for the job. If I don't fit a gig, then I'm not offended because yeah. that also means like I don't want to be in a gig that I don't fit. Like that's a bad. That's a bad thing. And I hope that, you know, I hope that we can all play in our, from our sweet spot. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I want to do stuff that is like, you know, more in my sweet spot every year so that, so that I can be a better version of myself instead of like, there's certain things that I go, oh, I would love to be able to do that. And I just can't. And it, now and it's not for a lack of trying. I just can't and uh and that's okay i mean i st- i mean i still want to try it to learn more but
0: at what point are you, did you feel like cool with that instead of being has it always been like a point of being no. cool with that instead of being insecure about it because i feel like when i run into well, stuff, i'm still I insecure. insecure i mean
1: i'm cool about it in my mind yeah. in my heart i'm still insecure about it <laughs> but my mind has to kind of every once in a while be like dude hey hey yeah hey it's this isn't good. like well yeah like when people are like oh man i lost that gig and you're like Uh, if you weren't the right person for the gig you didn't lose it yeah it wasn't your you know it's like or like people that was like playing with other artists as a hired guy um, you know and like like anybody that I play with if they said I needed to get a new guitar player it's not because you suck it's just that I want to mix it up I'd be like oh yeah I understand that yeah and like I sure hope that every artist feels like they can make the right decisions yeah for you know it's like yeah I know if I was if I was hiring people to play with me, I wouldn't want somebody to tell me what to do, and I'd want to, or be overly offended and sensitive about it. Yeah, because sometimes you get a sometimes somebody's like, hey, I'm gonna bring somebody else on the tour, and you're like, cool, they're great, cool. And then in a year you're back playing with them because it, you know, it's just like, have you always been cool with
0: that? Because I feel like some, I I just a struggle of mine sometimes. I would the natural thing would be like. I haven't had a
1: ton of like ongoing gigs, but I mean, when it comes to records, when somebody else, well, uh, the competitive nature has left me a long, left me a long time ago because it just seems like a pointless endeavor. Endeavor. It seems like you're just going. There's no reason to be competitive. Like, do your thing, and and if people like it, great. And if they don't, just that's okay just, that's okay. Don't be a bad, I mean, like, don't be a pretty good copy of somebody else. I I don't know, it's like, Mm. I mean... Or like we are going with this, No, it's like, uh, I mean, sure, every one of us does something that's derivative. But you can be honestly derivative by what you love and impacted by. But... I want to try to be more like, for good or for bad, I mean, like, maybe who I really am and how I really play might suck. (laughs) But I would rather suck as myself than be pretty good at being somebody else. Uh, Because at least I will suck in a way that's totally unique Mm -hmm. to me. (laughs) I mean, sometimes at the end of the day, people are like, man, I never got to make it. And, you know, and... But they were never who they were. So not only did they not get the the opportunities that they wanted they also never got to really show who they were to everybody else so like nobody really knew who they how good they truly were because they weren't they were being a copy of something Mm -hmm. like um yeah i would much rather have somebody say hey I, i really like you a lot as a person i just don't think that that's that's the right part or that's the right the right approach yeah I can handle somebody saying that they think my guitar playing sucks as long as they as long as they think that like as long as we're still friends yeah (laughs) you know it's like if somebody's like I love you I just don't think I'm like hey I would rather I would rather be loved and accepted for who I am and what I can't do yeah yeah
0: that is so good that's so good that's so wise. I don't I have such a hard time with that. Because man, okay, I moved yeah. up I moved up to Minneapolis. It's kind of obvious. Always, though. it's not
1: really wise.
0: It's just I don't I mean it's, it's obvious to you just accept who you are.
1: And accept cool who you are not. And then, yeah. And like there I mean like yeah, man. There's so hey, it's way more it's very important to know what you're not good at. Yeah. Cuz uh, that's like producing yourself. There's certain things where I might get asked to do it. And I'm like, no, that would be really bad. That would be really bad because I'd, i you know, it's like if somebody asked me to go do their plumbing, I'd be like, I'm not a plumber. I don't know why some people take gigs when they're like, it's going to end up in a disaster because it's like, because it's not, it's not what you're good at. And there's lots of things where I'm just like, I'm not good at that. Yeah. Let's just, I mean, there's so many things that like that Jasper does. I couldn't do that in a million years. Not in a million years. I can't do it. Don't even know how. That's okay. Yeah. I'm just glad that he's good at it. Yeah. But no one will ever confuse the two of us ever. Yeah. Uh, totally. I mean, I wouldn't be so offended if somebody thought uh, I could play like Jasper, <laughs> yeah, but it's, a, it's not ever. It's just not happen. your deal,
0: yeah. What would you consider making it as if you were to say like what is like
1: success for you uh, well for I, I guess the first measure of success for me would be being happy with what you're doing um, and being able to like have a family and actually mm-hmm. have it be have your kids be okay and have your yeah. marriage be okay and, and that that aspect of it you know like that to me is like being rich beyond measure mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to being successful in music, I would say, if I could, if I was, I don't know what making it really means, but if I could, uh, if I could get ahead mm. beyond, beyond, I mean, like, we're purely talking financially. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. But in the meantime, if somebody said you can make $40,000 more a year, but you would hate the job, I wouldn't do it. Yeah because totally. actually that that would be bad for my family my, my family would be like hey we have a lot more money but you're miserable and you're now you're an like now <laughs> and also yeah, totally. i'd be teaching my kids to be like hey money is more important than happiness mm-hmm. and money can't buy happiness and money can't buy time so like the most valuable thing we have is time together and because i had kids really young some of my maybe biggest potential of years to like work really hard to earn money were actually more spent being a dad. Mm. And I was not like, well, you know, it's, it's a young man's game, but it was either recklessly pursue some kind of, you know, money or fame or whatever when I was in my 20s or be a dad. Yeah. I'm really glad I chose just to be a dad because at the end of the day, like, that's the most valuable thing for me. Uh, and time mm-hmm. with them would, it would be irreplaceable. So, uh, so I don't know good. how much money That's is ar- so I don't know how much money is around the corner, mm-hmm. but I've gotten a lot of time, which is priceless. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very thankful. And you know, like if somebody would have told me 20 years ago, hey, in 20 years you'll still be touring, you'll, you'll be you'll be recording with your friends. You'll be touring with your brothers with music that you love and you'll have three boys and you'll, I would be, you know, I would be shocked. I would be blown away. If somebody just would have said, you're gonna be okay. In 20 years from now, you'll be playing music and you'll be okay. Obviously there's been some really rough patches. But it's been amazing, like I'm still here like I might, it might all go down the tube, but not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe tomorrow. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. But to just today, I'm gonna. Today we're good. Um, today it's good. I'm gonna drink it in and just oh. enjoy it.
0: Oh man, and have and have a birthday party this evening. Yeah,
1: this is a great day. This is a great Cinco day. Go to Levi.
0: Dude, you're the coolest man. I think I, I think your perspective is like one of the healthiest healthiest perspectives. I'm like, yeah, man. I want to. You know,
1: I'm just starting to realize that you actually, like, I think our first few interactions, I
2: have two. Like, you're so kind. It was
1: almost like hard for me to believe. No, no, I mean like you're you're a really nice, kind guy. And and. But I think you're and faking it
0: and kind of an asshole.
1: No, no, no. It's just sometimes, like, I'm, like, from in Nashville, somebody would be, like, super nice, and I'd realize, like, later, I'd be like, yeah. they hate me. Yeah, this They're guy's. T- like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, like, I always want to believe that somebody's really friendly, and, like, yeah. I always do. But I think, like, it was, like, like, the third time I hung out with you, I was like, he really is this nice. Like, <laughs> no, and no, it no. was, like, kind of a nice thing to be, like, no, I mean it's just uh, like nice when people yeah. aren't really who Actually, they are really <laughs> Actually yeah. But I mean it's I wish I wasn't that cynical. I mean, yeah, I'm man, not that I'm cynical. With you. I get protective. Yeah, dude. Like, I um, Dude, and
0: rightfully so. Like I'm, I mean, but I, I just, just assume sh- you have so
1: many p- I'm not a schmoozer or anything yeah. like that. But it is really ne- that, I mean, that's what I love about being in Minneapolis, too is like you know, the musicians yeah, like that I know here aren't angling for something. Yeah, we are just trying to live where we where we enjoy live, you know, where we enjoy living, and yeah. and um, almost choosing yeah. our our life and what we want for our life, and then hoping that we can do music at the same time. Yeah, man, I which is funny because you moved to Nashville,
2: yeah,
0: and then you moved back because that's the question of like when are you gonna move to Nashville? That's like the
1: hot question within guys my age. Well, I get to make a lot of really cool music with people in Nashville, and I really enjoy it. And maybe, maybe if I, I mean, if I live there, no doubt, I would have more opportunities financially, yeah. but living up here with family and I don't know, to be able, my kids to go to the school, it's so great. Yeah. And for us to kind of live just such, a, it's, it's just great to live in a neighborhood where everybody does a different job. Yeah. Like, like yeah. living in uh, uh, a lot of neighborhoods in Nashville, it. it's like, there's like, twenty other guys that play music. Yeah. And that's cool. That's cool. Like sometimes I don't have people that understand that here. Yeah. But I do have a lot of friends. You, Phil, uh, Jasper, yeah. Steve. Um I've got a bunch of friends here. The more yeah. I hang out here, the more I've, I I know people that know exactly how I feel. Yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah. But they also know exactly how I feel about choosing where they want to live their life. And um, I want to be close to my family. Yeah, man. I want to be, you know, my life just is what it is. Yeah. I could live in Nashville and that'd be fine, but I just would rather live here, um, even if it comes at the expense of money, just because this is where I want to live. Yeah,
0: man. I feel the exact same way.
1: Also, it's like I said, like, I am, like, Nashville is just full of such incredible players. And like I said, I think I'd have more financial opportunities. At what cost? I'm just, but I'm also saying like, I know that I'm not like, I know that I'm not going to be like a big deal there. I mean, I'm not a big deal here. I'm not a big deal there. That's fine. That's fine. I have dear friends in Nashville, <clears throat> but like, it's not like I'm, Yeah. I'm not like turning my back <laughs> on some like, I'm like huge old. career or something yeah. like, let's be honest. I'm just being myself and trying to live where I want to live. Nashville's fine. There's enough, there's, there's more than enough talent. Yeah, I love that.
0: I do like, I feel like in Minneapolis, I don't know, at least the music scene and the session scene, it seems to be growing here.
1: Well, thanks to technology and thanks to, like, I get to plan records. I get to have people send me files dude. and I get to plan records in summer, winter. Yeah, I get man. I work with Levi and just put guitars on records from my friends or yeah, dude. somebody from Canada can send me a file to play on. You know, they don't have to pay a, a work visa. They don't have to fly me up. They send it to me. We Skype. Yeah. Sorry, Skype. That's that's actually old-fashioned. Skype is old-fashioned. Oh my gosh. We, uh, we, you know, back on friends. We uh, face. We FaceTime. We FaceTime. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, that was. Uh, yeah,
1: that's no, we so FaceTime good. and. Um, sorry, we video chat. It's really cool to be able. To, like opportunities are open mm-hmm. in that way. Like a lot of music that I, I would have never had the opportunity mm-hmm. to do a lot of songs if they didn't send them to me. Okay, I'll, let's end with this because you
0: got to go. Six-year-old uh, whatever musician. I, this isn't a music podcast, uh, but we're just talking about creative stuff. But this will be. This is kind of like turn, has turned into music. There's a kid who's playing guitar and has these massive aspirations. Like, what do you wish if you could go back to tell like seventeen-year-old you something?
1: Like, what would you tell yourself? You feel like I would say <laughs> never. Yeah, you know a lot of people. Like when you're when you're a kid and you're learning how to play guitar or whatever it is, you know your instrument, whether it's art, uh, photography, anything. Like, like there's always this kind of thing that, like, you know, like. Well, I don't think necessarily with the best people, but there's like a kind of a an overwhelming sense that you know, like the moment you are doing this professionally. Um, that you need to be kind of cynical about it. And I think the best artists too are actually not cynical about it. They're so busy just making their art that they don't care. They're still, the, the the thing that made them do it in the first place is the reason why they keep doing it. And so I would tell a young kid, keep being excited about music the way you are and don't listen to the people that, uh, Equate uh, excitement as being naive, because I mean, listen, to, like you listen to David Lynch talk about films, and if you didn't know what he's done, he you, he would come off like the most naive guy ever. Except he has this childlike fascination that actually takes him. I mean, he he has the knowledge, but like his excitement, sometimes in our culture, the excitement is perceived as being rookie. And it's the furthest thing from the truth, and so I think like if there was a way to keep that kid from becoming like like growing up like Peter Pan like and like like losing the 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 magic, I would just say keep being excited about music and follow that excitement because whether you keep doing music or whatever, you need to follow that excitement and that passion through your life because that I think. That will take you to the place that you want to go. And it's like traveling and being curious. The doors will open. The strange and wonderful doors will open, and you'll you'll never imagine where they'll take you because, well, we never know. But it, at least those those doors will probably open up to like fun places, magical places. I wish somebody would have told me that. I haven't, I haven't gone that far from it, but I wish somebody would have told me that. It would have saved me, it would have saved me seven years of spinning my wheels for sure.
0: That is, that is like, like I feel like if someone could hear that, that is like a word that people, that would keep someone from quitting playing music for a
1: living, like
0: giving up. Hmm. Like that is.
1: Well, a lot of people who play music are really fragile. Yeah, and they're and they're wearing their heart in their sleeve, and I think. Um, oh. It doesn't take that much. Actually, there's a lot of people in life in general. Maybe there are incredible, but no one will know about it because the world kind of just tramples tramples on their beauty. Yeah, man, and. You know, that's, that's, it's really hard. It's really hard to like get past that and not every personality can even make it. Yeah. I mean, there's a million people, millions of people yeah. that are mind-blowingly talented and so deep and so artful and can make things that we would never dream about, but we just never heard it or seen it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just cause you're really famous doesn't mean you're the best. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's so brilliant. There's some
1: guy painting, you know, there's some guy in like rural Nebraska painting and he's like the best painter in the world. And then he takes those paintings and he burns them because he doesn't think that anybody wants to see those. Also, when people think that they have to be the best, like that is so arbitrary. Like who is like, who is the best? There's so much out there that we've ever known, which goes back to are you the best that you can be for yourself like yeah stop competing stop competing with other people Yeah. compete with yourself and like just be think, the best to you, you No. Know, inst- last year i couldn't do this or last year uh i couldn't think like this or last year i couldn't um see other people like yeah. this or last year i couldn't hear something like this and then just compete with yourself because if you're yeah com- competing yeah. with other people so random and so weird yeah. and destructive and totally and not even true. Yeah, it's and like not a basis for anything.
0: No, dude, thanks for hanging out. This is this is so awesome.